I'm Sally. I'm Kim. Welcome to Conversations on the Balcony. <laughs> Kim is back with us once again because I just enjoyed her so much last time. Aw, thank you. Um, how, how you been? Come on, Harley. I've been okay. <laughs> I've been. I guess Harley want to be on Conversations with the does. Balcony. He's like, my opinion matters. Right. Come here, Harley. Harley is my dog, by the way, guys. Yeah, and he's he's really cute. He's he's really annoying, but he is cute. He, <laughs> he, he is, is cute. He is adorable. No, um, I've been trying to practice more. When people ask me how I'm doing, I don't, I'm not going to like give like a whole spiel, but I'll be like, I'm a, you know, I'm doing, I'm okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good. Honestly, I'm good. I don't want to give that generic answer, um, but I've been, I've been doing. How about you? <laughs> um, I'm happy that you put it like that because it is kind of like when someone asks you, you always be like, oh, I'm good, mm-hmm. you know? Um, honestly, like I am better now today uh a couple of days ago not so much but i'm i'm doing good thank you for for asking okay girlfriend check in. <laughs> listen, listen yeah no mm-hmm. i appreciate that um so the topic that i wanted to talk about uh today was about grace okay um what does grace mean what is grace to you when I think about grace, I, the the word, the keywords that come to mind is like forgiveness, leeway, um, patience. Mm. Um, I think uh, in terms of grace, I almost think of like grace in more spiritually. Like when you show someone grace, you're accepting and embracing versus like you like saying when I think of forgiveness, sorry, when I'm thinking of forgiveness, I think of like someone did something wrong and they need your forgiveness, right? But when I think about grace, I think it's like, you know what? I'm not even saying that you did something wrong. I'm just embracing that something took place Mm -hmm. and I'm accepting you in the situation of whatever took place. Mm -hmm. It's just a a matter more of acceptance versus like blaming. Right. With forgiveness. That makes sense. So like, how, how do you feel like you get to a place of having grace? to even offer it because you can't offer like what you don't have Hmm. good question um getting into a place to offer grace that's a good question I think it's just for one you have to like heal from your own Mm. issues and hangups and I think it's like first you got to be able to offer yourself grace and that could take any type of time I think it's easy for us to um for quote unquote forgive others or show grace to other people's other people um in certain circumstances of yeah, course i think it's easier but no i think it's uh i think i do think it starts with self like you do have to um be able to forgive yourself for uh, things you've gotten yourself into and then also I, I really do think it's like practice because I think that's the only way you can get there. It's not like you wake up one day and it's like, okay, I'm going to show some folks some grace. I think it's like practice. Like you could take a small situation. Like even me, I had a situation with a girlfriend a couple of months back and I just kind of exploded in a group chat. Mm. And it's because I had just continued to allow things to happen. Mm. And I should have nipped it in the bud before it got to the point that it got to. Yeah. But it had just gotten to a point and I just got super pissed. And I, I, I didn't like go crazy in terms of like calling her out her name or anything right. but I just was like just if if you're gonna be nice to say shut the fuck up and don't send any messages to this group blah 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 like mm-hmm. it was more like that yeah and it's like I had to sh- like 
I had to come to her first and be like, I apologize because I should not have cursed at you, and mm-hmm. especially in a in an open in a forum. group setting. Yeah, yeah, and um, and in that moment, I was like, whether she quote unquote forgives me or shows me grace or not, I'm okay with that. Right. I've showed myself the grace because I know that's not normally how I react to her. I've known her since I was 11. Right. So I was showing myself grace in that situation too. So it just takes practice. Right. Um, I wanted to touch on something when you were saying, um, like there was like a buildup. I wonder why, like, is it that we don't, like, check shit early on? Like, because I get like that, too, where I'll let a lot of things slide. And then literally someone can be like, oh, it's raining outside. And I'm just like, look here. You know what I mean? And you go there. And then it's like, they're like, well, it is raining. And to them, they just think, like, well, they're mad or they're upset because it's raining, not knowing that it's, like, things that's been you've been accumulating yeah like you've been putting these little things in like this little savings account like okay i'm just gonna leave it there i'm not gonna touch it i'm gonna just leave it there and then all of a sudden something happens and like you're going off so like i don't i guess i'm more asking myself like i don't know like why i do that like i because i think a part of me is like i don't want to feel like i'm nitpicking Mm -hmm. to a certain degree but then i know that it's not healthy for me to just hold on to things and then somebody's like oh you know your knee is ashy and i'm like you know what i mean and they're just like i talk about you being ashy all the time or whatever and it's just like it it goes there like well i think it's a fear i think for me i can i can speak for me i think my first one was like fear of losing a friend or mm-hmm. fear of, of being a people pleaser. I'm a different type of people pleaser because a lot of mine stems from, I come from a very small family, right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't have like a relationship with my sister. My brother and I are cool. Um, and I don't have like that close knit relationship with my sister. Yeah. And so oftentimes I put a lot of pressure on my friends, my friend groups. I'm very particular with my friends. Um, yeah. Like that's why I had a hard time making friends. Uh, Camille will tell you, I've laughed about it. I've been in Atlanta almost eight years this year, and I just started allowing myself to really make, like, friends friends. And by make, by make friends, I'm, like, just sharing actual details of my life. Like, I can go have drinks with you. And I'm yeah, absolutely. Coworkers, I do that with all the time. But it's, like, making friends friends that I would trust with my life or sharing them intimate details that I told my friends back home. Mm-hmm. I just started doing that, like, with Camille. Camille's, like, the first one that I – like, I've had friends before that that I, I just didn't share a lot with right, them. Right, right. Um, and I, I wish I would have, but some of those friendships, they just didn't matriculate mm-hmm. uh, the way Camille's and I did. And that was the first one where I was like, oh, I can tell her this. I can tell her that. Yeah. But I think a lot of us, when it comes to like not saying things to other people, it's really being a people pleaser and fear of losing the connection. Right. And it's like, I, that's why I say I'm really, really proud of myself because I'm a person, I can have any type of conversation with a person. Right. It's just how I do it. Yeah. Because I want to be well received. Mm-hmm. I want to articulate myself appropriately, but I also want to let it be known like, yeah, that hurt my feelings. I That is the statement I cannot say. I have a hard time saying that. Really? Instead, I dance around it. And I'm like, I'm trying to get better at that, but I can't have uncomfortable conversations. Right. Do you feel like with saying, like, that hurts my feelings, like, that particular phrase or that particular emotion, like, why do you feel like that's so difficult for you? Weakness, just appearing weak. Mm. And then, of course, like I said, growing up in a household, um, well, we said, I think I said this off camera, but 
um, growing up in a household with a, an older sister who like bullied me about like things, yeah. um, made me feel a certain way if I if I did feel sad or something, or she like we used to physically fight and yeah. things like that. It's like I had my own construct of being strong like I had to always let her know I'm stronger you know like I right. got to a point to where like I grew up I've excelled in sports and so once I started getting buff yeah listen, yeah <laughs> she, she stopped messing with me yeah. okay but but it was like that it was a constant fear of like she's not gonna up up me she's not going to be able to pick on me for the for a long time yeah. so she started doing mental things and emotional things mm. so do you feel like it was kind of like out of survival a little bit um I don't know if I would say like my like I felt like my life depended on anything, yeah. but emotional survival for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because it like my mom wasn't in the house a lot. She worked mm-hmm. a lot, single mom. So I was pretty much I used to call myself like my mom's partner because mm-hmm. like I cooked dinner for her, I would mow the lawn. I was like that person in the household. So yeah. a lot of things I did just to kind of like keep the peace. So emotional, mm-hmm. yes, for yeah. sure, for sure. It's so ironic, like obviously, like I've known you. It might be going on two years because when do we meet in twenty nineteen? I don't know. Or, I have no yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2019. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And because I'm, um, as we're talking, it's crazy because it's like I'm learning things about you. And we actually have a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. which I didn't know. I mean, obviously, we be talking shit to each other. Like, we always <laughs> connected know, right? on that. But, like, we have, like, a lot of similarities. But also, like, to touch on Camille, Camille really has a spirit about her that makes it easy to talk to her oh, yeah. about like anything. It's something really warm about her. And I think I had told her this like a few weeks back. I'm like, when I first, because you know how we had all met at that random yeah. whatever. Like when I first saw Camille, it was something about her that drew me to her. It's like, yeah. I want her to be my friend. But I'm not even like, you know me, I just be chilling. Like I'm a very, like I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not somebody who just makes friends with people. Like I find people weird, but like, it was just something <laughs> about her. I was like, yeah, I kind of want her to be, you know, I kind of want her to be my friend. I don't know why. And then, you know, yo ass, you just. <laughs> it was at the game night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was, it oh, was Lord, at the game no, night. Lord. But like, we just all like connected. And then like, even walking into an already established friend group because you and Camille, you guys are best friends. And then me walking into that, I also didn't know how that was going to be, but it never felt weird. Like you guys never made it feel weird. It's kind of like, I felt like I've known you guys forever, especially me and you, because we would just be clowning. (laughs) We would just be clowning. (laughs) But to go back to, um, to, to like, I guess, Grace, or no, we were talking about like letting things build up. I too came to the realization as you know going through therapy that I too was also a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that because a lot of times like my perception of a people pleaser was someone that was pretty much a doormat yeah and like I didn't see myself as like a doormat but every time you're saying yes to something that you really want to say no to that's kind of disrespecting yourself in a way. It's a form of people pleasing. That's why I said, I think when I first started having the conversation, I was like, I'm a different kind of a people pleaser Mm -hmm. because I was like, I don't see, I'm not a doormat. Yeah. At work, listen, baby, they better be glad they give me to do anything because like, if if it ain't in my spirit, if it don't agree with me and go it, I'm like, I don't feel like doing it for work. And the answer is no. It's no. It's a very firm no or it's a, you're going to get it on my time. Right. You might not get it. Or you're going to get per this last email. Per this email. I can draw my boundaries. Like I said, I, I'm very good at drawing my boundaries. But when it comes to friends, I think that's where I draw. I have the hardest time. With men, I draw my boundaries. I have no problem with drawing my boundaries. I don't have a hard time with that. That's why I always tell people, like, 
I've never really been in like a really horrible relationship except this last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we won't speak on. But, uh, but you know, <laughs> it's like it's a term of um, it's it's kind of like I I can do it, but I, because I put so much um, onus on my personal relationships because I treat them like my family. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I'm almost like a doormat for my friends. I will mm-hmm. allow a lot of things to happen. Yeah. And a lot inappropriate, a lot of inappropriate things for fear of like, and I'm not going to lie. In a lot of my friend groups, I'm quote unquote, the strong friend. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she got, she, she can do this. Yeah. Oh, she's single, no kids. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's like, oh, well, she's constantly traveling. She's constantly same. doing this. So they, they kind of, I feel like I get treated as this type of friend. Yeah. And it's like. The minute I say you hurt my feelings about something, like it's almost like that reduces me. It makes me feel reduced, mm. if it makes sense. No, it absolutely makes sense. That's why, like as we're talking, I'm like, uh, are we the same person? So are we the same person? But um, I too, like, um, you know, I grew up in Arizona, and like all of my family lives like up north, or mm-hmm. like I have some people that live in the south. But I didn't grow up with, like, my first cousins or, you know. So, like, friends are very, very important to me. Like, that's who I consider my family. And not only that, like, I chose them. Like, you know, with your family, like. That's true. They're just, you know what I mean? They're there because you guys share the same blood. But then sometimes when you take a step back, you're like, would I even be cool with this person or talk to this person if we weren't related or whatever? So, like, with my friends, it is very intentional because I choose you. That's such a great point. I will, I like, I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, like, you, you choose, you choose them to be a part of your life. However, like. With with my friends, like where I am now, like the group of friends that I have now, I don't have any like issues with them per se because the ones that I did, like I kind of like weeded them out. Yeah. But I went through a lot. I've honestly, I had more heartbreaks from friends betraying me mm-hmm. than necessarily like lovers wow. or anything like that. Because when I'm somebody like, if I call you my friend, like that means something because yeah. I'm not the most open person. I'm a very private person. I don't allow people in my space. So if I allow you in my space and I allow you to, you know, be a part of my life and you hurt my feelings, it cuts deep because yeah. if you're my friend, I'm, I'm tell you know where the body's at. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> you, know you know, all yeah. these, all these deeply personal things yeah. and, I had to come to, and a lot of times, like, when you do, like, break up with friends, it's normally not just one moment. It's usually you can go back and be like, this yeah. ain't really been a, you know, a, a really balanced dynamic. Right. Or I've given more than, than I've gotten back. And I started to cut off those relationships probably, like, in 2019 because life got really hard for me. Like my mom had a heart attack and she was in a coma and I didn't think she was going to yeah. make it. And then four months later, I lost my dad. Right. And I just remember feeling so alone in those, in those times, because like you said, and you're the strong friend. So mm-hmm. when you're the strong friend, I don't feel like people really rally around like showing up for you. Cause they feel like, Oh, she got it. She's whatever. Mm-hmm. And in therapy, I had to tell, my therapist, like, I don't feel like people are showing up for me in the way that I need them to. And she was like, well, do you ask them to? Yeah. And I was like, not really, because if someone else is going through that, I'm I showing just, up. I just show up. Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing that. And so she had to say, 
Well, not everybody's like that. Yeah, and that's the part. I think that that's such a great point. I think that that's where this conversation is important in terms of grace. Mm -hmm. Because that's where you do have to show grace in Mm -hmm. that because they're not like you. And that's something for me. I had to learn that um, with my friends, a part of me doesn't want them to see me in that light. A part of me doesn't want to be like vulnerable with them. Because a part of me is okay with where they have put me in this box because it, it, for protective reasons. I'm like, oh, well, if I never have to share anything with you, then, like, my secrets never get out. You, you see yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a really sad way to exist, I think. Yeah. But it's an honest, it's just honest. It's honest, it's, yeah. It's honest how I functioned. And I think a lot of it is I say, okay, well, as long as I'm getting it out, because I'll tell my therapist. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a very proud Staunch supporter of therapy and my therapist. Ooh, child! Now, if ever any cops ever go to her, we gonna have a problem, baby. So, like, <laughs> baby. so she knows. Um, she knows everything, literally, all of the. Cause I have my things that I don't talk about, and the things that I don't talk about, I've talked about with my therapist. Yeah. And um, I think for me, is I gotta get to a place of understanding how I define friendship. And that's where I can show grace. That's how I can develop my grace. And what what I mean by that is oftentimes I, I, cause I'm very similar to you. Like, well, they didn't, they don't show up for me. And it's like, well, I think that like, if I use my group, one of my group chats, for example, there's four of us in this group chat. Well, they all had, the other three had a separate relationship from my relationship with the main person that has connected us. Mm-hmm. So one, my one friend connected me to the other to two the girls. other people, right. And, but she had separate relationships with those two mm-hmm. girls before. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've known her the longest. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things where I'm like, well, you know, you should give me more grace or whatever. You know me longer. And it's like, no. I get to a place where it's like, just because I've known you longer, you actually started out as a friend to my sisters, which is true. And remember, I have a rocky past with my right, sisters. Right, right, right. So there was a subconscious block in me from divulging certain pieces of information mm-hmm. to her because she yeah. used to be friends with my sister. Yeah. And so I think that, like, when we're talking about grace and friendship, particularly, and in, in showing forgiveness and things like that to our friends, I think something that I had to learn was every friend doesn't... <clears throat> Every friend is not the same, and they're not going to get the same pieces of you. Mm-hmm. You have those friends where it's like, I love her to death. We can travel. We can do all these things, great, fun things together. Um, <clears throat> but I've chosen not to share this piece of my life with this person. Yeah. It doesn't mean that she's any less of my friend. Right, right. But that's my way of being graceful because I would, I, I carried a lot of anger and resentment because I couldn't share certain things mm, with certain people. And yeah. it's like, no, it's a matter of me saying, Kim, it's not them. It's a matter of you feel like Lauren, I've grown, I've known Lauren for a long time. Mm-hmm. Lauren it has never put me in a position to where I've ever had to question anything about her. So I trust her with my life. Yeah. Same thing with um, another friend of mine. I'm mm-hmm. like, the grace is when you accept them. That's why I said I really think of grace is in terms of accepting. And it's like, it doesn't mean I have to get rid of this friend because yeah. I can't tell her something personal. It just means that she's a friend that I talk to her about important things. Mm-hmm. It's just certain 
things I don't speak about. Right. And that's a form of grace for me. Yo, absolutely. And and I'm happy that you said that because I feel like having like friendships are like if you think about like how your body functions. Right. Like everything has a role. Everything correct plays its part. And there's certain things like I think you can live without a tonsil. Or you you know <laughs> certain, Yeah, and certain yeah. things you can just be like, okay, well I can whatever. But Certain certain body parts have certain roles, and sometimes you go to them for certain things. And it, it's not like I'm gonna be like, "Well, my brain is my best friend." Okay, cool. But if my heart stop pumping, correct? You, you know what I mean? Then I'm gonna be like, "Okay, no, no, I I'm not gonna. I, I can't choose between. Okay, if I gotta choose between my heart and my brain, because I need both of them. Yeah, they're you, interdependent. Yeah, I, I I need both of them. I can't not have a heart in my brain. Be like, all right, we up here chilling. Like <laughs> everybody plays a role, and like you yeah. said, having acceptance and also meeting people where they are, and just knowing like, and it doesn't mean that you're not my friend because if you're in this body, you're playing a role. Like you're there for a reason. Everything yeah. is very intentional. But there's certain people that I do go to, and I'm like, okay, I can talk to this person about anything and it's okay and i'm not saying all of my friends i'm sure i can come to them and talk to them about anything right, it's about right. comfort it's, it's about yeah it's about comfort and it's also i think because i think you brought up a really great point i think for me it's not that i can't talk to mm-hmm. these people it's a matter of like the comfort level and it's also the matter of i get to a place where i'm like i don't want to keep reliving it i don't want to keep so that means like because my friend groups they were they're not all mixed right yeah like, no my i got friends in arizona and texas and oklahoma city and, right in georgia and florida you know like my friend groups are, are not intertwined right so me having to relive the stories over and like every time yeah something new i'm like that's traumatic in and it itself. is. It's like if you get raped, it you you don't want to always keep talking about yeah, that, especially and, to different people. Yeah, and I think that that's the part of me where I'm showing myself grace because I'm saying, Kim, like, no one is going to reduce you as a friend because you're not telling them certain pieces of information. For one, they don't know that you're not telling them because right. they don't know what they don't know. Right. But two, it, like, I would be internally, I have, I struggle horribly with anxiety and I would internalize a lot of anxiety around like, I feel bad I didn't tell her this. Mm-hmm. I should have told her this. She told me this. Why didn't I tell her this? And it's like, no, show yourself some grace and understand that it's not about like, you just didn't tell her this, but you told so-and-so. Right. And you had a conversation. You, the, to me, I'm more focused on, I have to express it at minimum of one time. I can't, like, if I never speak about it ever again to someone else, at least I did it one You gotta time, get it out. And I got it out, and it doesn't mean that it won't come up again, and later I may need to re-talk about it with the with the same person, but it, it's not a, re- I'm not required and obligated to share pertinent details of my life with every single body on my life. No, absolutely not. That is insane. Because they're a friend. Or or a, my mom. Even with my mom, because my mom was like, well, I had a, I was in like an a, a abusive, it wasn't abusive. He, he put his hands on me once and that was enough. Mm-hmm. But um, my mom was really upset that I didn't tell her. Yeah. And I said, mom, it doesn't change anything I, about how I feel about you because I didn't tell you. I was like, but like, that's not a conversation you just have every day casually with your right. mom. And it's hard to bring that up to your mom. Yeah. Like that is different. Especially because my mom and I, we are super close now. Yeah. And it's not like we've never been not close, but I had a lot of resentment towards my mom because she did not stop my sister. And I told my mom, my mom was very aware of what my sister was doing. Yeah. And it kind of pissed me off when I got older because she would be like, oh, well, your sister didn't like you from birth. 
you were light skin, you're my sister's dark skin, we have different dads, mm-hmm. you look like this, and she's four years older, like, so my sister was the only girl, and she was the baby for four years, and then here I come, yeah. looking different, and everybody's Googling Gaga, because I'm a baby, my, right. my, my, my brother is six years older than me, mm-hmm. my sister's four years, right. and my sister, my mom said, from birth, when I brought you home, my, your sister has not liked you, so and that's she, a real thing, And but she did, so my, my mom was like, she was like, that's a part I need you to show your sister some grace, because it's not like you did something to her as a kid or as a teenager or mm-hmm. as an adult that made her be like, I just don't fuck with her. Right. It That was something as a child. She she didn't like the the fact that the attention had t- been removed from right. her. So right. I had to show her grace in that. But I think for me, I just got to a place of like being ultra protective of myself and what I'm sharing with people and mm-hmm. how I develop relationships yeah. based on that. Yeah. And it's like, I just, I had to show myself grace like Kim that's what you're working through and I'm learning how to deal with that now Mm -hmm. but before I was just like oh my gosh I I should be telling everybody everything if they're really my friends and it's it's just like it doesn't work like that no absolutely not and um one thing I want to say you're doing like a really really good job like and just maneuvering through life and like some really complicated things because what I have to share is like Life gets really iffy sometimes and also having to having grace for me is surrendering and leaning into the unknown Amen. because a lot of times I have an idea of how I want things to look and how I want to get there and how I'm supposed to get there. And when things don't go that way, sometimes I start looking at myself like, well, why like what are you doing or why didn't you not do that right this time the third but it's like things things don't always go according to plan and when you remove expectations that's also a level of freedom it is that is a level of freedom to just say you know just and when i say surrender it's just mm-hmm. knowing like Taliba, you endured some really tough shit you you've overcome a lot of shit you've Falling on your face and you got right the fuck back yeah. up and you build yourself up. So know that whatever's thrown your way, you got what it takes to get through it. And not only if you don't have what, what it takes to get through it, you have a support system around right. you that you can say, you know what? I don't have this to help me get through this. Can you can you lend me some of yours? Yeah. And not even money or anything, just support. Just somebody saying, let's go get some drinks or you want to hang out or let's watch a movie those things matter right and absolutely. and that is showing myself grace because a lot of times I will internalize things and just be like oh and I'll be in my head like well, damn you should have did this damn you should have did but then it's like that's torturing yourself because you the the idea of you saying I should have done this you're already speaking from a past position yeah there's nothing that I could have that I could do at this moment of like regret I yeah there's a, there's a there's an energy of like I did something wrong and we penalize ourselves. That's a part of like, I know we were talking about that with the conversation of grace, but we penalize ourselves a lot for the smallest of things. Mm-hmm. And it's like by saying I should have, you're already negating what you did. What you're you already are- invalidating yourself. Yeah. So I think that's a really good point you just hit on. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, leaning into that and just having a, like having confidence in myself and right. knowing that like, yeah, it didn't go A, B, C, D. Because life don't, life is not, 
like consecutive where it's like okay a and then when you finish a right. it's b and then when you finish b it's c it's like sometimes i'm like you start at a and then you at j and then sometimes the roman numeral get jumped in there you be like, <laughs> like really? where did this shit come from you know where did this shit come from but just knowing that like being okay with things not looking mm-hmm. how you want them to look or turning out how you yeah. want them to look and sometimes things that didn't turn out how i wanted them to they usually turned out way better than what I even imagined. Correct. That's like God. That's like the God sparing, regardless of you know how you define God or what God it shows up in right. how He shows up in your life or she shows up in your life. I feel like understanding that that's there. That's the God universe. That's their way of showing you grace by saying, mm-hmm. yeah, like even like for jobs that I did because I, I up until what like two years ago when I was applying for jobs I had pretty much gotten every single job I applied for mm-hmm. every, everyone yeah. and then I started applying for jobs that I didn't have experience in there's but they're in finance and you know mm-hmm. we're in accounting and I was I never got any of the jobs and I was just like what am I doing wrong like how is this blah blah and it's just like I realize now I'm coming on my fourth year at my company and I'm like that's why because I was so stressed before I had my surgery and stuff in 2019 mm-hmm. I was so stressed at the job and then literally I was out for like three months mm-hmm. and in that time I came back and I was a whole different human being yeah and then a year later the, the lady that gave me stress she got fired mm-hmm. and my job has been so easy and so so like life like life has just been so calm and so like damn near I'm not gonna use the p word but very close to perfect mm-hmm Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. But you know, like, it's just for me, I'm like, God spares us. And however, that's how he shows us grace of like, it may, grace doesn't, I think that's a good point because grace doesn't always look like grace. Yeah. It really doesn't look like this soft, um, I forgive you. I love like, you. Oh, Paisley's oh, so everywhere. Right it's like, like no. sometimes grace is like, nah, you getting rejected from these 30 jobs you apply for. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, how is that grace, Lord? And then I finally see a year later, I'm able to understand it is that that was really something that I was able to understand and matriculate as God shown his grace to yeah. me. Because honestly, I was able to develop more gratitude for what I'm doing. And even though I don't like, I mean, it's a company. It's not yeah. my company. It's right. not, I don't just love what I'm doing, but it's right. also like, I have so much freedom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, gosh, spare me grace. He showed me like, girl, cause you don't know what you would have gotten into with these other companies. Absolutely. And even in the jobs that I did get, mm-hmm. you know, um, when I was working the two jobs, girl, God was like, "All right, well, you he said was you like, okay, it. well, I showed you." He was like, you said "I showed you, you. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. You. Now you have been stare down to people via Zoom. <laughs> literally, literally, okay, literally, like, literally was what was that? Okay. Diddy, you know right. that. <laughs> that Diddy, baby, it was it was real. So I do think that um, when you said when people don't think do things as expected or when it doesn't show up in the package, that's really how we really have to look at grace. There's no like magic formula when it comes to forgiveness, grace, showing up for ourselves. There's no like perfect way to do mm-hmm. it. It's just, you know, when you know, mm-hmm. and when you're in it, you have to do it based on how you show grace. Your friend may not show grace the same way you do. She yeah. may not forgive you. If her forgiveness may not look the same way as mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. So you just have to be open to that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that is so true. And like when when you realize that you because sometimes you expect like, OK, here's grace and you feel it right then and there. Sometimes you could just be laying in bed one day just thinking and then it just hits you like, wow, I was really that mission was aborted for a reason. Correct. 
You know what I mean? Or sometimes when you look back on hindsight, you're like, because I remember just even like relationships where like, I'm like, I want this so bad. Like, I want this so bad. And then now you look back, you're like, oh my God, girl, that is ragged. I just had one. I did, girl. I said, y'all fine. Ooh, baby. I mean, for years, I was like, oh, we gonna end up, and then I was like, oh, I got him, and I'm like, oh, ooh, this ain't really what a, it was yeah. like, this, this was fun from afar, <laughs> like, from afar, yeah. I was like, yes, like, this is everything from afar, but then when it gets there, it's like, yo, and sometimes, like, especially me, like, I'm just like, things that don't go according to plan, like, I've literally been trying to, like, not beat myself up about it, and just be like, all right, accept that this is what it is. And you just move forward with life because life doesn't stop. Whether you get the job you want, the house you want, the car you want, everything goes your way. If it does or does not, like life does not stop. Correct. And one, that's what I had to learn when I was like in my really, really tough space and I just didn't feel like I had the support. And something I had to realize is that trauma is very lonely. Trauma is very, very lonely because the rest of the world doesn't feel what you're feeling. Right. So even if someone does text you and be like, hey, how you doing? Or, you know, come by, hey, how you doing? But then afterwards, like, girl, I got a date. But you're still like, I'm sad, I'm grieving. Mm -hmm. But the life still goes on. Correct. You know what I mean? Life still goes on. And so even knowing that, sometimes you just have to offer people grace. Like, this is something that I'm dealing with. And then also saying, this person did show up. In this in way. way. And, and and that was what they were able to give you. So either you're going to accept what it is that they gave you or, you, or you, you don't. Now, there's no excuse for, like, you dealing with some shit and, no, like, the person just completely just does not talk to you yeah. at all. Then that's different. But if someone is, like, texting you. But then also I had to realize that when I was going through that space, I tend to go into, like, hermit mode. Yeah. And I tend to want to sure. be by myself. And I don't always answer texts. Or I don't always answer calls or whatever because I'm just dealing with shit. So sometimes people feel like, well, I texted her and called her. She didn't. I don't really do. Reach I out. will. I will say that's a thing that I think that we have to take accountability on because mm-hmm. we're constantly saying like, why don't dudes do this? And it's like they're not my readers. So it, it it may get to a point. What I've been doing now is like when I get in my moods and mm-hmm. somebody texts me, I'll be like, hey, I don't want to talk right now. Or yeah. I may say I may say something like. Hey, I'm gonna hit you up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You don't even have like you don't even not, have to go into the details, right? If you're not like super comfortable with mm-hmm. telling like why you can't speak or mm-hmm. whatever, you can just be like, um, hey, hey, love, I'm gonna hit you up tomorrow. I, I, me and my friend Laura were very good at that. Like mm-hmm. we we have very um, tough conversations and stuff like that. Um, but she, we're so good at like when she's in her moment. I literally like she's been having one of her moments, mm-hmm. and um, so she's not as talkative and things mm-hmm. like that. So I'll just send her like I sent her a message. Like two days ago, and I was just like, "Hey, I love you. I'm thinking about you." Sent their little heart, and I was like, "You, um, you not by yourself, right? Even, even in this space of you taking your time, you're not by yourself." Right. And she was just like, "You don't know how much I needed that. Just even hearing that, she's mm-hmm. not ready to speak. Like, yeah. and we haven't had any problems. We're not in a yeah, no, 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 no. But she's just in a phase of life. She's dealing with school, graduate school, um, for her doctorate and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's got a lot on her plate, right? And so in dealing with that, she lost some family members, mm-hmm. and just her mom is very COVID, um. COVID high risk mm. and so there's been like issues and with her dealing with that she's like oh I just need it I just got to take a break she's like off social media and all that and I just sent her a message like I'm thinking about you I love you she didn't have to respond to it she said you know I don't you know um thank you so much I really needed that right. and so I think that we have to take the accountability like show up how we show up yeah whether they respond 
or whatever, not. you know, you got to come. Sometimes when people don't respond, you got to sit back and tell yourself, I know I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And if I did, let me even take the responsibility say like, hey, is everything okay? Is, did, did something happen? Right. Like, I think that that's how we can actually show grace to ourselves too is by opening ourselves up to that vulnerability mm-hmm. by saying, is there some, I don't want to use the term, did I do something wrong? But is it more like, did something happen? Yeah. Is there anything that I can do to make your day better? Right. I, I practice doing stuff like that. I'd be like, I'm just checking in, girl. I'd be like, I'm making sure you're alive and thriving. Right. Like, you can make it cute. It's yeah. a, however you do it. I do it different ways with different friends. Mm-hmm. But I'm more so just, like, putting it out there that I'm open. Yeah. And whatever you want to give, I'm here. Right. And, and I hope it's the same. If it's if I have to be receptive, if they come to me, if they don't say, hey, I'm checking in on you, if they're just like, girl, what's up? Like, I have to kind of look at that as an opening. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, well, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then if they're like, all right, let me pick up the phone and call it. Right. So it's, you do have to meet people where they are. You have to be open. You got to take accountability for what you're not saying and doing. Right. And when it comes to showing grace and just being open and embrace what comes right. with that openness. And I think the dynamic that you said between you and I think you said your friend name is Lauren. I think that's such a precious and sweet mm-hmm. relationship to have. Yeah. Um, that reminds me a lot of me and, and my one of my best friends, Kathleen, where I actually call her my sister. We call each other soulmates because we just like connect. And if you know anything about soulmates, you know, it's not always romantic. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But like we have this thing where like she can literally text me, hey. Like no ex, like no punctuation, and I automatically know if it's just like a hey girl, or it's like hey we about to have to ride out on somebody, <laughs> or hey like she's yeah. not in a good space. And one thing I really really value about our friendship is if we want to have those heavy conversations, we check in and we say hey are you in a space to receive this? Because mm-hmm. sometimes like people will literally yeah. call you don't they don't even ask you how you doing they just drop all their shit yeah, on you. I, yeah, my my yeah I have someone in my family. <laughs> And, and I'm not even, I don't even know them like that. And like, ever since she's come in, like every time these conversations be like three, four hours, so yeah. she's been calling and I don't answer. And I'll send her a text and it's like, Hey, I'm super swamped or something, letting her know. But it's like, I don't have the bandwidth. I don't do have this. it. I don't, I do <laughs> I not have it. Yeah. And they leave you feeling drained. And so I feel like just to even harvest a friendship or to respect somebody's time mm-hmm. and where they are is to even say like, Hey, are you in a space to receive that? Are you are you good? And sometimes yeah. she asks me, and sometimes I'm like, girl, today's just not the day, but I promise I got you tomorrow. Yeah. Or sometimes, you know, I do it to her, and she's like, girl, life is in shambles. And I have to, res- and I respect that. Like, thank you. And we have times where, like, I be going through shit, but she'll check on me, like, sissy, I'm here no matter what. She going through some shit. I'll check up on her, like, I'm here, like, whatever you need, like, I got yeah. you. And we never, it's never, I've never felt like, okay, we're beefing or anything like that. It's just, People go through things and people deal with things yeah. how they deal with them. And you just have to, like, um, accept that. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to, like, wrap this up. But I think this was an amazing conversation. Agreed, agreed. I, I really appreciate you, Kim. I appreciate, I appreciate you so much you. for just stepping in. Like I said, I love your perspective. Thanks I love just me. opening up and being vulnerable. And, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap that up. Once again, you guys, thank you so much for joining me on uh, on the balcony. Once again, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, conversations.on.the.balcony or you can send me an email on balconyconversations at gmail. And I will see you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.